welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Full boat yet again joining us here on the program. Uh, Bobby Russell, what's up, dude? Hey, I'm here. The bye week is here as well. And after last weekend, I think we all need a break from football for a weekend. I uh, don't disagree with that. And uh, his uh, his return from Iowa City, Iowa, uh, Bryce Baumgartner. What's up, guy? That's right. Uh, great, great, great time. Glad to be back. Yeah, a little bye week blues. It uh, always bums me out. Just it gets me through my week when I look forward to, you know, looking forward to the games and got the Browns on Sunday, but no Buckeyes. Disappointing. Glad to be back. All right, let's jump into this, fellas. Um, winners and losers of the week. I will throw it to Bobby first here. Um, who is your winner and uh, who is your loser of the week? Yeah, my, my winner this week is college football fans as a whole. Um, an, an incredible slate on Saturday. Um, night, nice nightcap, capping it all off with Alabama getting beat by Texas A&M. Uh, the Iowa State Penn State or Iowa Penn State game was great earlier in the day. Uh, my Irish survived another scare somehow. Um, Michigan, the same thing. It, yeah. Just back to back to back to back games on all at the same time. Um, it, it made for a really good college football day. You can you can go ahead with your loser oh, too if you want. All right. Yeah, I, I think my <laughs> I think uh, my loser. We're all going to have the same loser again. Um, former Muskingum College quarterback John Gruden um, <laughs> lost his <laughs> lost his job over some emails that were sent ten years ago. Um, tough look. Um, definitely can't really defend the guy um, for what he said, but there's no chance he thought those would ever come out in the light of day. So kind of a, a surprise for him and kind of taking the sports world by a storm. Seems like everywhere you turn, it's that's the only story anyone's talking about. So big time loser, John Gruden this week. Bryce, what about you? Uh, I, I do want to say my, my winner, um, honorary winners are Meyer because of that Gruden thing. He's like, yes. Okay. <laughs> like getting grinded up on not so bad of a look. Uh, don't have any emails out there. Uh, my winner, boy, Bobby and I were, were right there. Um, I Bobby's a little more broad. I'm going to be a little more specific. Don't know the guy's name. The guy who rushed two fields. Um, that is, uh, he was at the cotton bowl there uh, early on in Dallas and made his way over to, to, to college station and, and rush the field uh, for the A&M Bama game. I think that is a, like a bucket list. And it kind of got me thinking of, um, you know, have you guys ever been to like two sporting events in the same day? Cause I'm, I racked my brain. And besides for, if you count like a March madness thing where you're in the same place. So it's not really the same thing, two different teams or four different teams, I guess, but never where I go to different venues. I don't think. I've done the OU day football game and a high school playoff game at night. That's relatively close. So, but okay. I mean, that's not, I mean, that's obviously not Red River and number one team in the country goes down type shit. So, but yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a chore. Like, yeah. what, what is that drive? Uh, it's not that bad. It's probably two and a half hours, two hours. I, Cause yeah. I was just thinking of just like the timing, like, I don't know. I know Texas is huge. Never been there, but I just was interesting in in the logistics of it. 
Yeah, uh, the Cotton Bowl is kind of on like the south side of Dallas. So like, if he was in Fort Worth, that'd be a lot, lot harder. But where he is, in in relation to Kyle, um, you know, it's all right. It's all right there. All right. What about yeah. your loser? Uh, loser is is one hundred percent John Gruden. Just like <laughs> that's like, how can it not be right? He's mm-hmm. like, I'm just sitting there like Monday, and I'm like, oh shit, it's done. And you see something there about it. Um, they're talking about it a little bit, and then you're thinking, okay, it's you know, it's probably a bad look, but he'll keep he'll keep you know keep his job. And then boom, that all that shit kind of broke. Uh, what Monday night during the game, and the rest is history. So, but yeah, yeah, you, I guess you can't. I haven't read everything, but from what the sounds sounds of it is pretty kind of pretty nasty shit, I guess. Yeah, no doubt. It sucks too. I mean. Obviously, he was kind of a a likable media guy. Of course, you don't know these these people personally, but yeah. Um, my winner. I mean, it's kind of goes with you guys is, but just as a sports fans, I just thought last week the the weekend in sports was insane. Bobby mentioned the college football stuff along with Bryce, but in the NFL, the the red zone was crazy in the one o'clock window. Uh, NASCAR drama with the playoff cutoff race at the Roval. Uh, Wilder Fury Saturday night was was an all timer. Um, the playoff baseball, if you kept an eye on that, was 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 really good too. So just just an incredible sports weekend. And my loser, I'm gonna go. I, I mean, I figured you guys, one of you guys, will at least do Gruden. I'm gonna go with NFL kickers slash the K ball. <laughs> uh, Thirteen missed extra points across uh, the the week five of NFL action and 25 missed kicks um, in total, you know, 12 field goals along with that uh, 13 missed PATs. Uh, that's the most since week 11 of 1987. So none of us were born. Wow. At that juncture. No. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know, week 11, that kind of seems like it's, you know, November could have been windy and stuff like that. Or, you know, I'm not saying wind doesn't play a factor, but man, it's a pretty nice weekend, I think, across the country last weekend, all things considered. So just, uh, but I feel like there's always one week a year in the NFL where it's just like, why, why, why doesn't everybody go for two? Like everybody's missing kicks at PATs and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, just get a little bit off the board. Um, kickers were not real people last weekend in the NFL. So, yeah, that Bengals game, I was following that. We were, we were driving back from Iowa and, I'm like trying to follow it on my phone, and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? That was that was one of the funnest experiences watching a football game. Though it was oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah, if you don't if you don't like aren't a fan of either team, you're like, yep, that's okay. Uh, I I can get with that. Yeah. Um. All right. I do have a wins division wins draft update. Um. So to recap, we to help preview the NFL season, each selected two divisions. In NFL, uh, total wins just for bragging rights and whatnot. Um, so I currently am in the, in the lead with 25 at the NFC West and the NFC South. Uh, Bobby coming in second right now with 21 wins. He's got the AFC West and the NFC North. And uh, Bryce just won behind that with 20 with his AFC North and AFC East. Uh, selections, of course, the NFC East, and what else would it be? Uh, the AFC South were the two 
I guess on the the computers playing with those two, I guess in, in our <laughs> little exercise. But uh, I don't know. Long way to go. It's it's still tight. So uh, fucking dolphins suck. I know that was kind of kind of one of the teams you mentioned. But you did pick up a game Monday night that probably. Yep. Um, yep. You know, it could have went to the kitty with yep. an AFC South team. So you did uh, get a, a miraculous win to get you to the twenty mark. So right, right. Um, all we're right. all in it. We're all in it. I think it's pretty close. All right. Do you guys want to do the trivia before we jump into Week Seven college football? It's, it's a shitty week. All three of our teams randomly, weirdly, uh, on a bye. I mean, I guess Michigan High State being on the same bye week. Uh, so neither side kind of cries about that to the Big Ten. It kind of makes sense. But weird that Notre Dame's – it's like we're syncing up as women or whatever. Yeah, like our periods, our football <laughs> yeah. team periods are, are the exactly. same. Yeah. I but, do, um, I, do you guys yeah. wish like your pro team was also on a bye just to get it over with? Well, I will answer oh. yes because, yeah, the Niners are oh, also yeah. on a bye this week. Damn, yeah, you're, you're blank then. Yeah, so – which they needed. I did I don't know if Michigan really needed it yet, but uh alas it's here. So but anyway, I do have a trivia question. I don't know if you guys want to get to that now or we could save it for the end, but it's up to you. I'm up for it now. Yeah, I think you kind of put it out there. I'm always All down. Right. All right, before we get into the preview, we got a Kentucky football trivia question. Now last week I think we all three kind of was like, man, when was the last time Kentucky beat Florida? And if they were to beat LSU, which they did last weekend, when was the last time they beat them in football in the same season, if ever? Well, it has happened. So I guess my question to you guys, shot in the dark. I know it's going to be difficult, but just we'll, we'll play prices right rules. But if, if you're over by three years, and the other guy's under by 20 years or whatever. I'm, I'm going to give you the nod for going over. So, um, th- throw a dart at the board. Let's see what happens here. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> so, the, the last time Kentucky beat what, – what, what was it again? Oh, so, so, the question is, when was the last – it has happened. Other than this year, when was the last time Kentucky football beat both Florida and LSU in the same season? That is the the official question. All right. My mind goes right to Bear Bryant. Okay. And that's the part where I'm thinking, like, when the fuck did Bear Bryant coach at Kentucky? (laughs) I want to say it was, like, in the 50s. Okay. Like, right, right around there. Um I mean, Kentucky, I think, has one national championship. And I, it, I'm i assuming Bear Bryant coached them. Maybe not. I'll say 50, 50, 53. Okay. I'm writing your answer down, Bobby. Yeah, I, I right along the same lines as Bryce there. I, I don't remember ever Kentucky football being great in any time I've been alive. So, I was going to say, like, 1965. Okay. Well, Bobby, congratulations. You were the closest. The answer, 1977. Mm. Um, Actually, side note to the 77 Kentucky team and doing some research, also reached out 
to uh, my number one Kentucky fan friend, Kyle Reese. So shout out to him for kind of helping me do some research on this one. Um, side note, 77, Kentucky went 10-1. and one. They finished sixth in the final eight people. That's their highest ranking ever, even though, Bryce, you were right, 1950, Bear Bryant, Kentucky does claim a national championship, but it's one of those weird years where four teams <laughs> four <laughs> claim. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky finished seventh in 50. Uh, by the way, but the, the other part of the side note in 77, they also beat Georgia and Tennessee in that season. Uh, did, not, did not play Alabama that year, but lost the Baylor. So they were an undefeated SEC team that year. Uh, finished six. Um, no bowl game, though. I think they were under some kind of uh, probation at the time, or uh, it might have just been, you know, there wasn't a lot of bowl games and. I don't know how the SEC did things, but I know the Big Ten back in those days was kind of like, you know, you went to the Rose Bowl last year, Michigan, tie State's turn or whatever, you know, just not a lot of bowls and tie-ins. But 77, the Wildcats, who knew? 10-1, uh, six-ranking in the final eight people, co-SEC champs with Alabama. So, wild stuff. Hey, now, now we know. Yeah, so – Sure, they also they also beat Penn State that year at Penn yeah. State. Yeah, the, the, I think Penn State was number four in the country that year when That's they beat incredible. them in Happy Valley. Yeah, Paterno was eighty four years old in seventy seven, right? Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. He was he was there by then, right? Yeah, yeah I wonder, he started in the sixties, I think. JT Barrett must have been injured uh, for him not to be playing at Ohio State because <laughs> I think he would have probably had a good year. Usually does so. Huh. That's a long time ago. You're thinking like, oh, the seventies, that's that's fifty years ago. Yeah. That's that's a long time to go without being those two teams. That's that's bizarre. Well, uh, initially, just to dive into the research a little bit, I kind of remember like the Jerry Donardo mid nineties LSU teams before Saban got there weren't good. But that was also Spurrier, Florida. So right. I was just kind of like, mm. and then Tim Couch, they were I think they went to a bowl game his final year there, but they were kind of a 500, below 500 team under his uh, era. And then I thought maybe the Andre Woodson team, they had a couple years where they were eight wins and maybe nine wins one year. But a lot of, a lot of utility with Kentucky football. But uh, who knows? Maybe this is uh, another 77. We'll get to that here in a little bit, I guess. But, uh, all right, I'm ready to preview week seven, if you guys are. Uh, three bangers this week. Then the the best of the – or the rest of the menu, noteworthy games, we, we'll fly through all this stuff here. But uh, we'll start number 12, Oklahoma State. Quietly, the Cowboys are uh, undefeated. They travel to uh, DKR and take on the 25th-ranked Longhorns of Texas right now. Four-and-a-half-point favorite are the Longhorns. I'll throw it to Bobby here first. You got a feel for this one, a prediction. Um, go for it. Yeah, I, I think we saw that Texas is a good football team. They're not great. Um, I know when they got up 28-7, to 7, we were all, you know, texting each other, like, this is over. Where, where did this come from? And I think we were all excited because we all picked Texas last week. Um, and then they just couldn't hold on to it. I don't know if it was – they just couldn't get their scheme going if Oklahoma figured something out. But they just kind of lost all their luster in the second half there. 
Um, Oklahoma State, I believe, had a bye last week. Uh, yep. So two weeks to prepare for Texas. Um, and like you said, quietly, number 12 in the nation. Um, that, that's, that's, you don't get number 12 by, you know, being a bad football team. Um, I, I, I like Oklahoma State to go in there and win this game. Uh, I think Texas is kind of reeling, kind of bummed about that loss. And I think, like I said, Oklahoma State's had the time to prepare. So I think Oklahoma State takes this one. Right, should jump in there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take Texas. I think you can still, you know, say, hey guys, you know, we, we, we shook off that bad loss there against Arkansas. We should have won that game. You know, we're still a good football team. I, uh, I don't know. That was a, that was a hell of a game. I wish I got to watch more of it. We were, we were leaving for the, you know, to go, to go tailgate and everything. But, uh, oh, I like Casey Thompson. Uh, Bijan Robinson's still a badass. So, I'm, 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 I think I'm sticking with. Uh, Texas, just I think solely because I, I know more about them, um, but should be should be fun fun one. I I lean I lean Texas here. I you know Oklahoma State seems like they're kind of a an opposite team of what they have been in the past. Seems like the defense is pretty good, but um, the offense struggles or struggle to score to score this at this point in the season, as I should say. Um, Maybe the total might be the play. 59.5 Texas um, clearly still can't stop the run. Uh, Arkansas pasted them, and, and Kennedy Brooks in Oklahoma did last week as well. So uh, maybe the Cowboys get the running game going. But I think I'd lean Texas. I, I wouldn't touch the spread there, but uh, we'll see. That's noon, noon on Fox, by the way. Uh, next one, we'll go to 3.30 Eastern, Kentucky. They're the 11th-ranked team in the country at number one, newly ranked. Everyone, Georgia, the total is 44. Uh, the spread, Georgia, heavy, heavy favorite. 22-point favorites here. Um, I'll throw the Bryce here first. Do uh, our Wildcats here have a, have a chance to keep this close? Are they going to win this? How do you think it's going to go? Um, no, I think, I, think Georgia, I think Georgia wins. Um, boy, that's a, that's a tempting, tempting spread, and – I'll be honest. After after this weekend, I think my gambling days are over, boys. I don't. Uh, it didn't. It didn't do. I didn't bode well. I might have. I might have won a couple out of out of a lot. And lost pretty much all my money. So that's uh, that's not good. But um, yeah. Back to back to this game. It's crazy to think, boy. The game I'm probably looking forward to the most is um. I. I think they keep it close, but being a being being on the road is going to be a little tough. Uh, I I'm excited that it's a three thirty game to sit down and, and actually watch. Um, really, since since week one of seeing Georgia, haven't seen a whole lot of them, and and same goes with Kentucky. So I don't know. My my gut is 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 Georgia, um, and I think they I think they they cover cover that. Yeah, I think the question here isn't. Does Georgia win? I think the question is, does Kentucky cover? Um, Georgia hasn't had to score a whole lot this year, and Kentucky can score. Georgia's defense is best defense that I've seen in many years, maybe since that 2011 Alabama defense. Um, but 23 is an awful large number, and like I said, Kentucky can score. Uh, I'm really impressed. I can't remember the kid's name. He's number one for him, a receiver. Uh, no, it kind of reminds me of like a Percy Harvin type. 
Um, so I, I think Kentucky covers Georgia ultimately wins this game, scoring once or twice on defense alone. Yeah, I, man, I was, I'm, I've been watching this line because I think it opened at like 25 and a half or 26. It's been bet wow. down in the 22 to 23 range. And I'm hoping it kind of creeps back up to, you know, 24, 24 and a half. Because, um, I mean, Kentucky, I don't think their defense is great, but I think they got like 10 seniors slash super seniors. So they're very experienced defensively. Georgia still might be going with Stetson Bennett, who, I mean, he looked good last week against Auburn, but they're not asking him to do a whole hell of a lot. Um, I I mean, the thing is, Georgia, I mean, we could go on and on about how good this defense is, but I don't know. Where do you think Kentucky gets to points-wise? Like, can they get to the teens? Like, because I think it's like a 31-10 type game, 34-10, and – it kind of hovers in that in that spread range, but I think if if Kentucky gets to the teens with their defense, I think they can limit Georgia a little bit. But I don't think Georgia is any is in any threat to to lose the the game. By the way, Bobby Wandell Robinson, I mm, I actually yeah. had to look it up too, but uh, him and uh, Chris Rodriguez, the running back, that's a nice uh, ground attack and, and aerial attack they, they have at Kentucky, two playmakers. But uh, they're going to get tested this week, so I think the dogs win. Um, and like I said, I'm going to be watching the line, maybe make a play on it later uh, Saturday. Final game of the week. This one's fun. I think this is going to be fun. Um, never thought we would talk Tennessee this year in, in like the big games, but here we are. Uh, Ole Miss, 13th ranked team in the country, coming off that crazy – a win against Arkansas last week at home. They're on the road. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, they go to Neyland Stadium, the Vol Navy, all of it, take on the uh, suddenly resurgent, hot Tennessee Volunteers. Um, I'll throw it to Bobby here first. What What do you think is going to happen here? How do you see it going? Yeah, I, I think Tennessee making that switch to Hendon Hooker. Uh, I believe he transferred in from Virginia Tech. I think yep. I saw him play there a few years ago. He, he's a good quarterback. And, you know, I, I think he's more, more pocket passer, but he can scramble and get out of the pocket. And I think he does a really good job with that. And I think they're finally starting to buy into the Josh Heupel offense on that side of the thing. Um, and their defense, you know, they're losing some guys to transfers. They're kind of back up against the wall kind of type defense. Ole Miss offense, is, I think, is just too explosive for Tennessee to handle. Um, I think this will be a high-scoring game. Um and I, I like Ole Miss in this one to cover um, and, and to win ultimately uh, two and a half as I'm seeing right now. Uh, but what I'm looking at, right, what I'm looking at though, is the over under 82. Super, <laughs> wow. super high. I mean, what was the, what was the, the live over in that OU Texas game? Was it 90 when, we, when it was like 28 to seven? I saw um, get the, I saw that get the 95 and then I kind ooh. of it trickled down to the yeah, 90 something. Yeah, so, so I, like, you, like you said, this is going to be a fun game. I, I love watching Ole Miss's offense. I love watching Kiffin in the sideline when a play goes right. Like, if you, if you saw against Arkansas, it tossing the play card like 50 yards in the air. It was an absolutely incredible play. Um, Ole Miss is a lot of fun to watch, and I really hope they make some more noise this year. Um, what, Kiffin comes back home, right? Yeah, that's a – that's another side note to this one. Yeah, yeah. Technically. So, 
he'll he'll probably play it off like no big deal. But uh, I don't know. You're telling me like you're not fired up for that one. Um, just like you know, going up against Saban or something like that. Um, I think it's just back to this uh, Corral kid. I think he's he's your he's your wild card. He's a hell of a quarterback. I think he's still in running for Heisman, and this could be a this could be a game prime time that uh, he can he can really show off. So I'll take I'll take the Rebels on the road. I'm not locking it up, but I'm I'm I just got a feeling. I think Nealon's going to be alive Saturday night. Oh, it will. It'll be crazy. And well, I mean, and Bobby mentioned it without going into it too much, but like. Heupel, like if you remember him as the, the OU coordinator back in like the Sam Bradford days, and you know he, he did that at UCF as as the head coach too. They play like I, I get it. A lot of teams play fast nowadays, but man, they were. It just seems like the the pace and tempo of of their play calls and and what they're running is, is so fast. And Ole Miss's defense is, you know, it's it's a sieve. Like, you know, it's it's not good. I just think at home with that crowd, um, it's on the SEC network at, at 7.30, so that kind of stinks. But, I mean, I think a lot of eyeballs will be on this one, uh, a lot of interest in this one. I think Tennessee kind of keeps it rolling here. Um, and and I think I'd take them as a, as a short little underdog, not locking it up, but just the gut feel, not going to sprinkle anything on the money line. Maybe I, I should, but uh, – I don't know. I just like the vibe there, and they're kind of they're kind of killing teams. That doesn't make them a great football team, but I mean, that, that's progress. Maybe I'm buying in too early, but, but give me the balls. Um, all right, rest of the menu here. Uh, stop me if anyone game intrigues you. Uh, we got Auburn at number seventeen, Arkansas. Hogs three and a half point favorites. Um, number 20, Florida, 11 and a half point favorites at LSU in the noon window. Um, Michigan State, number 10 on the road at Indiana in the noon window on FS1. Uh, we'll get to 330s. Uh, Pitt at Virginia Tech, number 19, BYU at Baylor is in the 330 window. And let's get to the night window. Um, TCU at Oklahoma at 7.30. Bama at Mississippi, at Mississippi State, I should say, at 7. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else really? Oh, that's kind of a decent one. It's ACC Network, so none of us will probably get to watch it. But um, NC State at BC. So any of those games? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm forgetting one. Yeah, a little late night ESPN Arizona State at Utah. Any of those games entice you guys? I think the only one that I really see being worth something might be Michigan State, Indiana. Um, was it next Wait. week? Is next week Michigan, Michigan State? Two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, so it might be a look ahead there. Indiana has a higher state next week on ABC. Um, just because just we're more familiar with those two teams and see them more often, I think that kind of intrigues me more than any of the other ones. Yeah, that's a. Sparty, I mean, they've kind of been a weird short favorite most years. I think that's kind of the computer models really not liking them, I guess. But on the road, four-and-a-half-point favorites to, to IU. Plus, I think IU is going back to uh, Tuggle, I think, the backup that played last year because Penix is injured. So that's kind of why I put it on the list. I mean, ranked team going on the road in conference, that's kind of a scary situation. 
and Michigan State, their bye is actually next week, so this is um, their final game, uh, trying to get unbeaten to to meet up with the Wolverines in a couple weeks at home. So, yeah, that could be a look-ahead spot. Bryce, you got um, any game interest in those lists that are off the board? I'm a little intrigued with the, the Florida-LSU. It's just, you know, usually a classic matchup. I think it'll be interesting to see how uh, Coach O comes out. You know, he's going to be, like, fired up. Gonna, like be throwing shit in the locker room. I had just have to imagine that dude is, you know, his team's. I don't want to say qu- not really quitting on him, but um, I just know he'll have him ready to go. That'll be a, that'll be a, I think be a really good game. Um, yeah, of course, Michigan State Indiana. Just because we have that interest of uh, next week, see how um, you know Michigan State handles a, a team like Indiana. We'll, we'll try to toss the ball around, I guess. And then one that wasn't mentioned is. Um, I think Friday night Clemson and Syracuse play Clemson goes to Syracuse oh, and, yeah. and um, yeah, I think last time I checked the line was around 13 or so. And that kind of shows me like, I guess tells me that you know, Syracuse has a shot. I know Clemson isn't worth a shit, but that's usually a game where, you know, when Clemson is number one or two in the country, Syracuse usually plays them pretty tough up there in the carrier dome. So to me, I'm like, man, does, does Clemson, Right egg, see what happens. So that intrigues me as well. And, um, man, you know, is there a letdown with Oklahoma with this quarterback? Does he come out and look opposite of what he's, you know, what he looked like last week? And, you know, with, with Spencer Rattler not coming to practice Monday and kind of pouting a little bit, it's kind of funny. So maybe, maybe there's some locker room business going on and Oklahoma blows it. Uh, TCU so yeah there's some there's some decent games you can find some value I think it's going to be one of those where you just got to be scanning and be like oh good game let's you know flip it to there you kind of feel them out throughout the day and uh, usually pick one and it'll probably be the Michigan State Indiana game is which one I end up locking my uh, eyes on if I if I can got a lot of shit going on guys maybe go to Home Depot (laughs) (laughs) yeah mine is that TCU Oklahoma game I mean it's the ABC night game so it's going to have that natural spotlight on it there. Uh, we haven't heard anything, whether it will be Caleb Williams or Rattler. I think, you know, they're probably going to maybe try to do like a dual quarterback system. Um, but I think Oklahoma's in kind of an intriguing spot. Obviously, they're still undefeated. I think none of us have been impressed with them other than last week's comeback. Um, and if they do give the keys to the car uh, to Caleb Williams, like how does that look? I mean, uh, to get your first start potentially against a Gary Patterson defense, uh, I could think of a lot better uh, situations, you know, game plan-wise, schematically, that you would rather him go out there. But, um, yeah, I just think that that team, I don't know, this is kind of a big game for them. If they go in and handle business, I feel like I know personally I'm going to be like, oh, you, they're taking off. Um you know, they're probably going to stay clean for the rest of the year. But if TC kind of plays with them or even beats them and upsets them, obviously, then I think we could kind of write off uh, the, the Big 12 as a, as a playoff contender. So, um, I mean, no offense to Oklahoma State, but, um, <laughs> you know, just not buying it yet. So, I think that's my game. Um, we'll move on here. National Football League, week six, again. 49ers on a bye, so I don't have anything to talk about here. But we'll start with Bryce here. Cardinals, lone unbeaten team in the NFL left. 
uh, traveling to the Browns, uh, take on, uh, let's see, I'm looking at the line here. To Cleveland, yeah, they're three-point favorites, so standard home favorite of 405 on Fox Sunday, another 4 o'clock game for uh, for y'all. But, uh, you know, tough one last week. You can talk about that a little bit. And, and what's the, the forecast for this Sunday's game? Yeah, yeah. Last week was a was a brutal one because I, I picked the Chargers to win, and then the Browns were up what twenty seven to ten or something like that. Twenty seven, thirteen. I think. Yeah, twenty seven, thirteen. I'm sitting there thinking like, all right, you know, they they haven't stopped the run game. Um, of course, yeah, we we technically haven't really stopped uh, Herbert, but uh, I like I like what we're doing here. And then it just kind of went went to hell. Um, our secondary got banged up. Uh, our tackles, um, well, Jedrick Wills didn't play, and then Conklin went out. So we were down to um, our our like fourth and fifth best ta- ta- uh, tackles on our team, and Chris Hubbard was was out, so he's out for the year. So we were we were pretty thin, but man, they had so many opportunities. Uh, you know, refs aside, you can't you can't put your hands in the in the fate of uh, of the refs in the league. Pass interference, yeah, sure. It wasn't it wasn't really a defensive pass interference. The game got they they got bailed out a little bit. The Chargers did, uh, but the Browns had the ball with the lead in the fourth quarter, and they didn't get a first down. So comes back to our weak punter, who I'm really starting to hate, and uh, and, and just the fact that our 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 defense was so our secondary was so so busted. Um, I guess I can you know I'm I'm sick of these like consolation losses. It's like yeah, we lost, but Chargers are really good, and we should have beat them. Um, but yeah, moving moving on. Not like we get any favors with the schedule. The Bengals like went Packers and like go play Detroit, where the Browns have to turn around and host uh, the 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 last undefeated team in the NFL. Uh, thank God they're playing them in Cleveland. That's the only thing I can think of is like a little bit of a saving grace. That and I think Chandler Jones was uh, testing positive for COVID uh, uh, on on Monday and Tuesday, so I haven't seen an update. Uh, he'll 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 most likely be good to go, but I'm hoping something with travel. And he he can't make it, but it's they're going to have their hands full. It'll be interesting to see how the defense handles uh, Kyler Murray, uh, really the first mobile mobile threat this year. Um, I'm I'm not really counting Terod Taylor as a mobile threat, so um, but this will be interesting to see see how we match up. Um, not really a, a fan of their their running game out there uh, in Arizona. Um, but they definitely have weapons uh, on the edge, and Murray uh, is can be as good as anybody uh, when he's on. So uh, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to it. I think if the Browns stay healthy in the secondary, we'll see how uh, how the reports um, when they come out. You know, I think it's a coin flip, guys. I really do. Um, I, I I penciled this one in for a loss as well. So I penciled uh, Chargers and the Cardinals in for a loss, and we make a little run. Um, so if I'm betting, I'm I'm still picking Arizona just because I, I'm I'm kind of pessimistic, I guess when it when it comes now. But uh, still happy with the team. Still think we're heading in the right direction, and we can obviously play with anybody in the league. So I'm hoping it's a good game, just like last week. I hope we pull it out, uh, and maybe Stefanski's learned from his his kind of shitty play calling down the stretch, and they uh, they pull it out. But that's that's kind of where I'm going. Yeah, I'm a week early. I thought maybe my Niners could could get it done, but again, I just think there's this, you know, the NFL's kind of designed to to get everybody as close to 500 as possible. Um, cross country flight. I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the weather report. 63 
degrees, 19 mile per hour winds, uh, crosswinds. So um, I think that could limit the offense and kind of play into y'all's hands, uh, the Browns, that is, with, with the running game and stuff like that. So I'd take the Browns. Bobby, have any thoughts on it? Uh, my only thought on this one is kind of leading into my game. Um, not sure how this one didn't get flexed to Sunday night instead of Pittsburgh-Seattle. Um, you know, <laughs> Seattle doesn't have a quarterback. Pittsburgh also doesn't have a quarterback. Um, oh, come on. Uh, Dude, he, was, he threw a couple bombs last he, week. Yeah, he played well. I, yeah. I benched him. I benched him on my fantasy team. <laughs> and, of course he did. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle's had a bad year. Pittsburgh's had a bad year. And I think they're in that flex scheduling now. So I think a lot of people probably thought the Browns Cardinals was going to be flexed to this and them not doing it. Surprising. Uh, not mad about it. I actually get to watch Pittsburgh on TV. Um, although I'll probably be in bed at nine 30 that night. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm curious to see how Pittsburgh responds in, in my game. They, you know, they get the win last week. Um, they were up 24 to seven or something and up winning like 24 to 19 or 27 to 19. Um, kind of made some plays on offense when they did too. You know, Ben, like you said, he finally had that downfield pass to Deontay Johnson, which was a pretty good pass uh, right over the top into the bread basket. Um, Najee Harris had his first 100-yard game. The offensive line actually looked like a competent offensive line. Um, so I, I'm excited. You know, the schedule starts to, to weaken a little bit. Um, you know, Seattle coming in, obviously they're no slouch. Um, Super Bowl champion recently. They've been consistent, eight, nine, ten wins team a year. Uh, but no Russell Wilson, and he's the guy that makes their team go. So I think we're lucky to get them at the time when he's out. Um, I, th- I think our defense is going to wreak havoc on Geno Smith this game. Um, and I think our offense kind of stays the same and m- might see some new wrinkles, especially with Juju being out for the rest of the year now. Uh, bummer for him. Uh, contract year, you know, he's on the one-year deal. Uh, so hopefully he comes back to Pittsburgh next year, either on a smaller deal or another one-year thing, just to kind of get his um, reputation back up. But as I said, the schedule opens up for us the next few weeks. You know, by after this game, um, then we play the Browns the week after that, and then we get the Bears and Lions back to back. So you know, if we go oh my. three and four out of these, you know, we're right back in the conversation for one of the wild card spots at least. Um, so I, I'm 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 more confident than I was two weeks ago. Um, still kind of thinking we're going to be a top ten picking team just because we have the toughest schedule in the league. Uh, but you know, a win's a win, no matter how you get it, and I, I think that's what we're going to see Sunday night. Yeah, God, it's God Steelers. I hate the Steelers. I hate them so much. Yeah, it, I think I hate no the rough. Steelers more than Michigan. Wow. <laughs> Well, you have to understand, like, the Ohio State's kind of smashed Michigan the last, what, oh, I, uh, 20, 20 years? years? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I understand that. I mean. It's weird like, how that's changed, but, Bobby, I don't hate you. I just hate most of the teams you, you root for. So, <laughs> hate's a strong word. I, you know, it's all, it's, it's just one of those teams you're like, ah, I don't want to see them do well. You've, because they've, they've had the success. Sorry, sorry for just stroking out and just telling you how I truly feel. So I love that. Yeah, I get it. All right. Three, three bangers this week. Uh, Real quick Packers, four and a half point favorites. 
Uh, go to Chicago, little NFC North division rivalry game. Um, I I guess I would lean Packers here. I don't have a strong opinion on this one. Uh, what about you, Bryce? What about you, Bobby? And they covered Devontae Adams. That's the, like, that's well, the biggest yeah. thing. Um, that, that dude is special. Um, and what the hell, Mason Crosby? Like, pretty, pretty solid kicker, you know, as a, as a career uh, yeoman in the, in the uh, NFL. Um, that was disappointing on his end. But uh, the Bears got a little, little mojo going now. So I wouldn't be surprised if they don't come out and, and, and shock them. So Justin Fields seems like he's doing okay. I think they're a little bit better team. Finally, now everybody can get behind uh, who they should be getting behind. And um, I don't know. I, I, I like the, uh, I like the Bears in this one. I, I do like the Bears' defense. Their offense is putrid. Um, I don't think Matt Nagy last past week fifteen this year. I think he gets canned before that. Um, you know, you know. I think a guy like uh, Joe Brady. Uh, might be a, a popular hire for Chicago coming in, working with Fields after what he did with uh, Burrow, what he's doing with Darnold right now, what he did with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how the Bears progress from here leading into next year. Uh, I just think the Packers are too much of a better team, and I don't think that Rodgers and Adams can be stopped by one team. I think it's it's what, what they have, their connection – and just his ability to get open and Rogers' ability to buy enough time for him to get open, it's, it's incredible. And I, I think that's the difference maker in this game. Um, and defensively, you know, the Packers, have, they've lost Preston Smith and Darius Smith. But they do sign Jalen Smith um, after he was cut by the Cowboys. So um, I like where, where, the, where they're going. I, I like the Packers in this one. All right. Uh, second game, Chargers. Go to Baltimore, take on the Ravens uh, off a short week. Ravens three-point favorites. Um, I'll, I'll throw it to, to Bobby here. He could start this one. Yeah, I think the Chargers are more of a complete team. Uh, you know, they have a consistent game, consistent game plan, um, and they find ways to win. Baltimore, their killer is they start slow. I think every game that I've seen or watched highlights of them, you know, they're down – one, two, three scores early and have to come back. You know, we saw against the Colts on Monday night. Um, and I think it, against a team like the Chargers, you can't do that. Um, and you know, the Chargers coming uh, coming across the country is going to be tough. But I, I like the Chargers to go into Baltimore and win this game. How's it Bryce? Yeah, boy, that's um, be a heck of a matchup. Yeah, the, the Ravens had no business winning that game. Um, just one of those that pissed me off. Um, because that's how they do it. It's just that's like the good team, you know, whatever you, you want to say. Like the Steelers have it. Um, Ohio State has it. it. Just seems like things go their go their way, and the Ravens for some reason have it. But uh, man, what's the over on this one? It is. Let me see here. I am seeing nothing because I'm looking. Okay, it's fifty-one and a half right now. Oh, I'd take the over um, just from what you can see with both teams. Once they are going, uh, they can score. They can score quick. Um, as a Mark Andrews fantasy owner, I was glad to see him uh, get a shit ton of touchdowns and, and win me my matchup for the week. But uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's the Ravens at home. The Browns um, probably physically um, handled the Chargers to maybe beat them up a little bit. I think Harbaugh's a heck of a coach. And I'll tell you what, guys. Who's, who's, who coaches the Chargers? This, this younger dude? The whole fourth down thing, that is so fucking frustrating to, to play against because you're like, okay, fourth and eight, we got them. Nope, they're going for it. You're like, they're on their own 40-yard 40, you know, line. Why are they going? And then they get it. You're like, motherfucker. Doesn't make sense. Like, they're going to get burned by it one game. Uh, but, boy, that, that's tough. So, I think with knowing, um, you know, with Harbaugh being a good coach and knowing knowing the tendencies of what's going to happen uh, when they're on, on defense, I think, I think they're going to look to – Start out of the gate fast and, and put the put the foot on the gas pedal and, and win the game. So I'll take I'll take the Ravens because you know why not? Yeah, I, I'm with the Ravens home and I mean yeah you just mentioned it they kind of got like a uh, a voodoo type thing uh, with some good coaching they could kind of put themselves in a position to keep themselves in ball games even with starting slow but um, I don't know I I feel like. I don't know if the Chargers are quite there at that elite level. Like last week, I, I predicted the Bills, pat myself in the back here a little bit, predicted the Bills to go in the arrowhead and win. And that was kind of a, a stamp statement game. Like, you know, we're, we're a badass team and stuff like that. I don't know if the Chargers have that quite in them yet. They're young, exciting, fun to watch. Um, yeah, they're risky. They go for fourth downs a lot. But um, the Ravens. Lamar's played awesome this year, whether you like him or hate him. Um, you know, he's kind of doing it a little bit on his own. I know Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown are, are still in the in the mix. But, yeah, I just kind of like the, the cut of this uh, Ravens team uh, right now. And I think they win a, a, a tightly uh, contested football game. Should be fun to watch. Final one, Monday night. Don't know if the Mannings are back, but uh, we got the Bills. At the Tennessee Titans, uh, five and a half point favorites are the Bills. Uh, Bryce, what's uh, what's your thoughts on this final game? Ah, uh, boy, um, I don't know. That's a. <laughs> I mean, I won't ever think it. I'll just take. You say the 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 Bills. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills. I right, going on the road. Um, you know they can they can stop the run. Their their defense is uh, uh, versatile to where um, you know obviously we saw what they did to to Kansas City uh, there on the road. So I'm thinking they just keep that momentum going. Um, Josh Allen's fucking balling out, and uh, yeah, not not much of a not much of a running game from what I guess what I've seen. But they get it done in the air and. Really, just got to slow down Derrick Henry. Don't let him get going because once once he does, it's it's over. So, uh, I don't think it gets that to that point. I think the Bills keep rolling. Yeah, I'm yeah. right there with you. I, I I think the Bills keep rolling on this one. Um, you know, every good team has a stumble. They had their stumble week one, um, and I think they've just you know figured shit out every week since then. Uh, they, they took away a lot against Kansas City, and I think they find a way. Yeah. I mean, outside of Derrick Henry, I think Tennessee's got a few injured receivers. Um, so you take him away, they have a tough time moving the ball. I like the Bills to keep rolling. Yeah, I, I think the Bills, they're on kill, and I think they're just fucking going for that that only buy in the AFC. And plus, I mean, 
you know, I it's it's gonna be tough if you have to go through there uh throughout the throughout the AFC playoffs. So I, I think, you know, they got they got a good team and they're running the football. Last year they were pretty one dimensional. It was all kinda on Josh Allen and, and Diggs and those other weapons, but uh they're getting some, some ground yardage out of Zach Moss and, and the running back committee. So uh you know, more balance. I I really like this Bills team. Um all right, so there's the there's the weekend. It's previewed. It's not the, a great slate, but I guess you know if you don't expect a whole lot, maybe you'll get a whole lot or whatever. But um, I got locks. I guess we could save those for a little bit. But I kind of wanted to throw it to the man who owns a mural or however it's said of, of Mookie Betts. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's probably got like Bill Miller pajamas, uh, a move on bobblehead. I don't know what kind of of gear and paraphernalia you have of, of your Red Sox, but where the fuck did this come from? I guess this is me introducing us talking about the uh, the the MLB uh, championship series. The AL is set. Uh, we'll find out, I guess, tonight. The Dodgers Giants go to game five. The Braves are waiting there. So I'll throw it to Bobby first and Bryce just kind of. None of our predictions were right. <laughs> no, I think we all got them wrong. Uh, so um, let's start over. We can start yeah, over. We're, we're starting over is where I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, did not see the Red Sox pulling that one out. You know, they struggled against the Rays all year. Um, I don't, it was, it was insane. Like it, it kind of reminds me of the 2013 World Series team. Um, you know, they don't have like, an MVP candidate. They don't have a Cy Young pitcher. You know, they got like one or two gold glove guys, but they just play as a team and they just don't quit. Um, super, super happy. Um, love to see us get back to the world series. Um, I, I think Astros lineup is just top to bottom. They have hitters at every spot um, and their pitching is nails too. So it, it'll be a tough series. I'm excited. Uh, I might actually watch some baseball. Um, I think I've watched like nine innings total the entire year on TV. So I, I, I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, the Braves kicked ass in the NL over there. And then, you know, Giants, Dodgers, that's just, that's a great rivalry. Um, going to game five, that'll be, that'll be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, if I have to reset my pick after the White Sox blew it, um, I'd have, I'd have to go with the Astros. Um, I think their hitting is just getting hot at the right time. Uh, and once you get hot in the postseason, you just ride it all the way until it falls off. Baseball. <laughs> and, and, and that was talking baseball. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess I, I'll go and then Bryce, you can, if you have anything that, I, you know, the Cubs kind of killed me this year trading away their core. But I guess like I'm rooting for Schwarber and the Red Sox now, and then I'm probably gonna jinx them. Sorry, Bobby. And then mentioning the Giants because you know Chris Bryant's there. Uh, I guess I'm rooting for a, a Giants Red Sox World Series. But uh, plus, you can't root for the Astros, and you kind of can't root for the Dodgers. They're kind of the modern day Yankees. I know the Yankees just gave. Um, What's his What's his face? I mean, this is terrible podcasting about baseball. The picture, that guy, the picture from the Astros. Uh, 
they they gave him a fat ass contract. Anyway, uh, Verlander, Nolan Ryan. No, yeah, Nolan Ryan. Oh, what? What? What the hell is it? Is his name? He's. <laughs> this, Don't this do is this. Bad. This is bad. Uh, okay, let's stall here, Bryce. Who's your prediction? Yeah, what, I what, think. Uh, uh, you know, nice little what game game five? That'll be fun. I think. Uh, I just think Hideo Nomo uh, for the Dodgers is too much. Um, starting him on the mound. That's an old, old, old timer. I don't know. I honestly, all, all these teams, I'm like, they've all fucking won somewhat in my lifetime. And, you know, Garrett Ash- Cole. Yeah. Garrett Cole. That's it. He was like a bit, he was a Yankees fan, right? Wasn't he like a Yankees fan growing up or something? They did yeah, some they story gave, on him. They gave him 300 plus, plus million to, to yeah. come over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like every time I look at him, like, no, like, fuck the Astros. Red Sox were, like the fun team to root for, and then like they got too good, and I'm like, okay, fuck them. Uh, Braves suck in the '90s just because they beat, it's like they beat the Indians, they beat you know beat the Reds, beat teams that I was like kind of backing. Um, and then then Dodgers, Dodgers, Giants, all of all had success lately. So I'm like, man, where's the parody here? Um, man, Astros five straight uh, ALCSs, right? That's Pretty wild, pretty wild stuff. Um, considering yeah. kind of like how bad—I don't say how bad they were, but I guess how they underperformed there with uh, the three Bs uh, back in the late '90s, early 2000s, which you always thought like they would win a World Series, and then they're kind of again underdog, and then um, then the villain, which I hope the Browns turn into one day, where it's like everyone's like, "Oh, hey, the Browns—they won, they finally won a Super Bowl," and then they win five straight. That's kind of what I'm hoping for, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll probably pay attention here when it comes to the World Series. My favorite part of the World Series is when they like announce this this, this starting lineup. So I'm like, all right, now I know who's playing for who, and I'm gonna turn it back to uh, Seinfeld. It's <laughs> kind of where I'm at. So I guess in two weeks, maybe next week, but probably we'll talk baseball maybe again in two weeks, and that'll be it for. Until next fall, probably. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much. Right. I'm fine with that. All right, I got gambling locks. I don't know if you guys do, Bryce. Seems like uh, you're you're taking a a personal weekend uh, off from gambling, but uh, yeah, I just par- I parlayed everything. I was like, fuck it, like I'm just gonna parlay a bunch of games and see if I can hit. And I was always like one off, you know, like bet twenty to win, you know, two hundred stuff like that. And well, I'll. I was waiting for Michigan to kind of blow the game, even though you got the line at, at three, so it was a push. But you had an Ohio State to cover, a Michigan to cover, an Alabama to cover. Yep. Three-teamer. Right. I'm, th- I'm thinking, like, well, Jesus Christ, Ohio State. They obviously just kicked the shit out of Maryland, so that's no sweat, easy winner. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, Michigan's going to blow this for Bryce. But, hey, now now it's Nick Saban's fault. Right. Mine. So right. yep. I'm just kinda happy about that. There you go. Um all right. I'll here's here's my card. Love Boston College plus three and a half. Halfley and, and BC's been good to me. NC State comes to town. Now I do think the BC wins the game outright, but just to be safe, I'm staying away from the money line. I'll I'll take the points. Uh Nebraska minus three and a half. They're close. 
they they run some great plays. Scott Frost can dial some shit up. Um, they're close. I think uh, maybe they they let some frustration out this weekend, and they just beat the brakes off. Um, I'm trying to think who they played. I just wrote down the spread here, and not the opponent. Anyway, uh, moving on. I like Rutgers minus two as well. They they they've kind of taken a, a beating last week. Michigan State was uh they were in that game for a half, but um I think Shiano has them them playing pretty well. And again, I didn't write down who they played, so here we go. Okay, Nebraska goes to Minnesota. Nebra- I mean, Minnesota's off a bye, but I think Nebraska's dude. Rutgers goes to Northwestern, uh, so I think they win that and cover the two and a half. A&M, they go to Missouri. Uh, I think Calzada. Now, I, I know a lot of people probably maybe expecting a letdown, but Missouri's defense stinks. Uh, BC scored a shit ton on them a couple weeks ago. Tennessee ran through them. Um, I love the weapons. Uh, Spiller, A-Chain, uh, Weidemeyer. I think this Calzada found his swagger. Uh, Jimbo's coaching him up, so I think A&M builds off that uh, Alabama upset, and uh, they roll. Wisconsin has uh, the Army come to Camp Randall. I got it at 12 and a half. It's up to 14. But uh, I got it at 12 and a half, so I think Wisconsin, their run defense is silly. Uh, Sanborn and Chanel, the, the two linebackers, are, are they're pros. They're awesome. Uh, I think they just – it'll probably be like 20 to 7 uh, or 21-7, 24-7. It'll be ugly and gross, but I think Wisconsin covers – uh, two more plays. Arizona. They go to Colorado this weekend. I think Arizona gets the first one of the year. It's plus 200 on the money line. Um, so I got the Wildcats getting their first dub. Jetfish and Don Brown, a couple of Michigan former assistants out there. Finally, NFL Bucks, six and a half point favorites. Um, tomorrow night, Thursday night, they go into Philly. Um, I know Philly's coming off a win, but man. I, I think Tampa just just hammers them. So those are my plays. Um, it took probably too long than it needed to. But anyway, Bobby, you got anything, Bryce? You got anything? I got one game. I got three plays in one game. Oh. Alabama. Go. Alabama minus 17. Alabama ah. money line. And the over of 58, which Alabama might hit by themselves against Mississippi State. Uh, hammer all three of those. I, I, I think that's that's a surefire stone cold lock of the week right there on all three of those. Do they have a uh, a Jameson? Um, well, J- what am I what am I saying? Jameson Williams, right? That's his name. The yeah, transfer from over, yeah, yeah, the, the transfer. Yeah, what's his uh, like over under in yardage? Well, we live in a we live in a junk state where yeah, you can't. We don't have the props or anything, so. Yeah. Plus, I think player props kind of come out late, later in the week, you know, so they let the injury reports and not saying he's injured or anything, but usually those don't come until later in the week. But yeah, get your shit together, Ohio. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. God, seriously. We'll be betting on hockey before we know it, guys. Oh, that started last night. Sure guess, did. Uh, Go cracking. Is that your? Is that the squad now? Oh, besides the Blue Jackets, one hundred percent big Kraken fan. I do like the I do like the sweaters. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I guess I don't know. 
Uh, Bobby, you're the hockey expert here out of the three of us. Is there a uh, uh, a Stanley Cup pick that isn't Tampa Bay this year? I don't think you can go wrong betting on the Colorado Avalanche this year. Uh, snake bitten the last few years, but I think they finally have a complete team, a complete effort. I think this is the year that they kind of break through in the West. I'm I'm rooting for the Isles. I mean, I'm a Red Wings fan, but we're three years into a Steve Eisman rebuild. And I, I, you know, we're two we're two years away into a five year plan to really see some some improvement in the results. And I just think the Islanders, Barzal's a stud. Uh, they got some nice side pieces uh, to accompany him, and and Trout's uh, very Trout's. It's just a tough team to play against. Um, but I did see they have to start. They start their season because their arena's not done yet. Their new, their new digs, uh, fourteen straight on the road to open up the Ooh. season. So it's like, damn, damn if they get off to a slow start just because they're on the road. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I think they'll be fine. I don't know. I don't know their odds or anything. But uh, yeah, Colorado's they're they're filthy too, though. I like that pick. So. I guess there's some there's some hockey for you too. We do it all here. We do. Um, anyway, I'm I'm spent, fellas. It's a solid hour of uh, content. We kind of stumbled our way through uh, some baseball and hockey, but the football stuff was good. So um, I don't know any famous last words. I'll, I'll throw at the price first. Uh, no, sleepy, sleepy weekend on a little bit, I guess. Got to get pumped for, uh, for Sunday. Go Browns. Woof, woof. Bobby. Yeah. Get your Halloween candy before it gets sold out. Or, uh, if you're a lonely person, get it the day after Halloween, half off. Um, no Irish this week, but here we go. Steelers. Let's keep this train rolling. Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything to root for this week. So it's kind of sad. Anyway. Uh, cheer me up, cheer us up, rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter and Facebook, podcast, PCAST, on all major podcasting platforms and minor ones, I guess. So, uh, appreciate you two coming on. We'll see you next week, uh, when our teams, my teams will be back in action and your teams will be back in action. But, uh, good luck to everybody out there. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>